Welcome to the official broadcast of Life Fellowship Ministries in Kima, Texas. Our mission is to develop, maintain, and model personal intimacy with Jesus Christ. Be sure to visit us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And now, join us for the Life Fellowship Experience. Happy birthday, Life Fellowship Ministries International. Amen. We, we are 10 years old. We're growing up. It's been an, a, a, an interesting journey, uh, and we've grown. I know Christine and I have grown and matured a lot, and I know all of us have, and it's been just a, a wonderful experience, and, and we're so honored that we get to do this, and, and I'm so thankful for all of you that have been faithful in supporting this ministry, and I know that uh, there have been thousands of lives that have been impacted, and I was thinking about uh, the people that began with us. I, I think my mom is one. We, uh, when we first began Life Fellowship Ministries International, we began in our home, and we had our Wednesday night Bible study at her her house for about a year. Uh, my mom was with us initially, the Sherrods, Christopher and Julia, uh, back there. What's up, Sherrods? And Barb. And I think those are the only four uh, that that were with us. I know the Lucases came a few months later, and, and you guys have all migrated in. But I, I'm just so thankful for your support and uh, for your... Uh, consistency here and your love and and everything I wanted to just share a couple of a few things more than a couple uh, but the average uh, church size in America is 75 and uh, most small churches don't last 10 years um, and so we have crossed that threshold and uh, these are some statistics from 2012 that tw only 20% of Americans go to church. That was in 2012. I, I think it's probably less than that now. Uh, there are thousands of churches that open each year, but the sad thing is there are thousands of churches that close every year. And uh, there is a life cycle, but, uh, but I, I think that there's a lot of health and, and uh, um, vitality here at Life Fellowship. And and we want to continue to grow and uh, see us not only grow individually and, and corporately, but also impact the world around us. And, and we're doing that. Uh, Life Fellowship is a local church. The, the local church is established by God to do his work. And you know our core scripture, Ephesians 4, 11 through 13, and these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher for equipping the saints so that we come into unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son so that we be become mature. And so God has designed and uh, orchestrated the local church to impact the world, not only the, the communities around us and as a, a, a local body, but to impact the world around us. And there is, a, as you are aware, there's a continual shift due to technology and cultural changes and things like that. The message does not change at Life Fellowship anyway. Uh, the methods may, and they will change. And with social media and all the things that we have access now uh, to, uh, you know, we, we want to take advantage of all those opportunities. There are many people that are turning away from God and many people that are eliminating church from their life. And I, I so appreciate your faithfulness and your support and your commitment to the Lord and to this work as we um, 
you know, that we're not only growing, but we're also being equipped and trained to go out and make other disciples like Jesus said in Matthew 28. Go, he said, all authority has been given to me. Therefore, go and what? Make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And he said, teach these new disciples to obey all that I've taught you and know that I'll be with you till the ends of the age. So Christ has given us a commandment, a, a mission, a mandate, mandate to go out. And I know that we are doing that. And one of the greatest opportunities that we have on an annual basis is the sunrise service that's coming up that Jason was talking about at the Kima Boardwalk, where there'll be probably 650 people there. And some of those people are CEOs, Christmas and Easter only. That's the only time that they go to church. And so it's a a fantastic opportunity for us to reach out to the community. There are people that drive from all over the Houston area to come to this service and event. And uh, so it's a, a wonderful opportunity. And so many of you have, have given so many hours in serving and preparing and, and volunteering for those services uh, that it, it's really making an impact. Uh, the Lord continues to bless Life Fellowship Ministries International. And he continues to work through each and every one of our lives and use this ministry. Uh, to date, um, that I know of, there have been 199 salvations, people that have received Christ here in the services. Yeah. And those are the ones that have responded. And I'm, I'm pretty sure there's probably more than that. Uh, we've had uh, 68 people baptized uh, year to day, or, you know, over the course of these 10 years. Um, I've seen lots of individual spiritual growth and maturity in our children, students, college and career, adults. And uh, that, that's, a, that's a sign of a health, healthy church. It's not just the number of people uh, that attend, but the, really the, the, uh, the, the real test is, is there spiritual maturity? Are people growing in their relationship with, our Lord, with the Lord? Are their marriages healthy? Are their children healthy? Are their lives healthy? And so what kind of impact are we having or what kind of impact from this relationship with Jesus are we seeing in our families? But also, what's happening in our community? Are we making a difference in the world around us as Jesus called us to do? And uh, I think a great example, many of you are great examples, but uh, Yaman and Salema, they were in the student ministry. And they're in college and career, and now they're leading our youth. And so that's a great example of somebody being trained up and equipped, and now they're stepping into the destiny that God has for them. And God has a purpose and plan for all of us. It doesn't matter how old we are or how long we've been going to church or any of that. What matters is are we yielding to the Lord and allowing Him to work in our hearts and lives? Uh, Pastor Christina and I have uh, had the opportunity to invest in probably 500 pastors in India and uh, supported uh, Life Fellowship Ministries supports Israel. We send $1,000 a month, every month, and we've been doing this for four or five years. I'm not even sure how long that you guys, we are investing in the nation of Israel. And the word says, to the Jew first and then to the Gentile. And so we're faithful, you guys, we're faithful as, as a congregation of investing. And, and we're seeing a great return over there where these, these Jews are coming to an understanding of the Messiah, Jesus, and they're getting saved. And God has a heart for Israel. He's always had a heart for Israel. 
And when we honor God with the things that God desires and God treasures, then God honors us. And, uh, and, and so we continually support ministries in Israel. And, and one day we will stand before God, and I believe that there will be people that will come and say thank you. Thank you for faithfully supporting the work of Life Fellowship Ministries International because I'm in heaven today because I came to your church and people were nice and friendly to me and I got saved and I'm here today. Or I was, on the, uh, I was in Africa and the missionaries that you support came to Africa. Or I was in India and I went to a church or, or, or some of the pastors there reached out to me. Or I lived in Israel and I didn't know the Messiah but I came to understand the truth. Thank you for your faithfulness. That's us. God takes dollar bills and saves souls. And we are very, very blessed that we get to steward those resources and see God do amazing things through, through the work here and through your support and your volunteering and, and your love and, and all of that. We've supported missionaries in Africa for three or four years um, I've already talked about the sunrise service. We've been involved in the sunrise service for seven years. I didn't, I didn't know it'd been that long. Yeah, and we've been. Uh, God has allowed us to be the lead church in that uh, sunrise service for five years. And uh, Pastor Christine and Karen have written three curriculums, and there, there's a couple more that they're writing. And if you don't, uh, if you haven't been involved, if you don't have children. Uh, They've written uh, these curriculums that are outstanding, and I think at some point in time they could be published. They're good enough that we could publish them and give them away or sell them or whatever, but the intent is that, the, that our children uh, discover, keep, and show Jesus' love. And so we're pouring and investing in every aspect of, of the population of, of Life Fellowship, beginning with our children, pouring into them so that they have this intimate, personal relationship with the Lord. We've seen uh, expansion in the technical arts area. And uh, we were doing TV for a while, but that was really out of our lane, out of our area. So we, we shut that down after six months. But we're live streaming social media, Facebook Live, YouTube Live. And we're trying to take advantage of every opportunity to get this message out to as many people as we possibly can. And we, have, we get hits from all over the world, uh, people watching online or, or, or checking us out. And so we never know the full impact of what we're doing. But if we continue to be faithful and committed and serving and giving, uh, God, God can do amazing things. And with what we what we give, uh, in addition to the people that are here and have been here, thousands of lives have been influenced. I know that, and, and I talked a, a few, maybe it was a couple of months ago. I talked about our influence, and if if uh, if we if, if individually we impact fifteen or twenty people a day, or maybe fifty or sixty people a week, and you extrapolate that out over fifty-two weeks, you know we have tremendous influence and impact uh, in reaching people and sharing the hope and the love of Christ. And so I, I would guess easily there, are, there have been thousands of lives that have been impacted. Uh, you've seen some of the people on the video. Some people have come and gone. 
And that happens in church, and you, you hate to see that happen, but people move away, life stuff happens. But one thing I'm, I'm very confident of, the people that have been here, whether they've stayed or gone or moved away or whatever, have known, they have known without a doubt that they are loved. And that, I think, is probably the best characteristic a church can have for people to come into a place and know that they are loved and know that they are valued and to get to experience that because I don't go to a lot of churches. I'm usually here on Sunday morning. But from some of the people I've talked to that have come here, they've mentioned how wonderful they uh, are accepted and they're loved here and they feel the presence of God. And I'm telling you, man, that, that's the target, that people come in and experience his presence and that they feel the love of God here. And that, that come, a lot of that comes from you, by you, by us, collectively having the heart of God and realizing that people are God's prized possession. That's his most uh, prized possession or people whether they're saved or unsaved. He, you know, the word says that he desires that none should perish, but all should come into this relationship with him and be saved and have eternal salvation. And so when we reach out to people, when people come into our community, when people drive onto the campus and you're there to, to love on them and, and, and embrace them and welcome them, you're impacting lives. We never know where a person is in their life, or what's going on in their life. But there's one thing that's a constant that we all need, and that's love. And there are a lot of people that need to know that God loves them, and God will use us as an expression of his love to people that come and go. The Lord continues to meet our needs. A life fellowship ministry continues to remain debt-free. We don't have any debt. We're praying for a building, but everything that we have is paid for. And uh, we, we are very good stewards of everything that the Lord has given us. Uh, we're not tight-fisted, but we, but we manage the resources that, that are provided that you guys give through your tithes and offerings because uh, it's our responsibility to do that. And God honors that. And so I want you to know that we're, we're debt-free and we're saving as much money as we can. Uh, we hope that one day soon we'll, we'll have our own building. But you know what? This is what God has provided. And we're going to do the best with what we have. And, uh, you know, along the same line, many people, many people, uh, many people that have been uh, at, at hundreds of churches have talked about the excellence in ministry that they see here, not just in ministry, but also in the facilities and the things that are done here. That uh, Pastor Olin, when he was here, he was telling us that, that he's been in a lot of churches and uh, a lot of larger churches that have a lot more money and resources than we have. And he said, I'd like to bring some of the people through Life Fellowship so they can see the excellence here. And uh, so that culture that is developed and maintained and modeled here is not only impacting 
us, but I, sometimes I think we may get uh, complacent or forget about the blessings of the people that come and serve, that make sure that all the decor is, is set up and, and that things are done with excellence. We do things with excellence because we're representing, we're representing him. So I want to thank all of you for, for uh, continuing to display and exhibit excellence in all that we do, not perfection, but we are called to do the best that we can do. Why would we do anything less for the Lord than our best? And so uh, there's a lot of wonderful things that you guys are doing here. There's a lot of expansion of ministries, and we want to do more. And so I want to thank all of you that are volunteering and, and serving, giving of your time, your talents, and your treasure. Because listen, we only have a little short window of time on this earth to do what God's called us to do. And I want us to be the most effective and impacting that we can be individually and corporately. The love of Christ has been poured out here, and it's impacted our communities it's impacting our communities, our state, our nation, and the world. We don't understand, I don't believe, the impact that we have already had and that we're having across the globe and some of the opportunities that uh, the Lord has provided for us. Guests and visitors have commented on the presence of God here and the love that they've received. And I think that that is probably the greatest compliment that a church, a pastor can ever get, is that I came to your church and I experienced the love of God. I experienced the presence of God. And the people there were so warm and genuine and loving and friendly. Jesus said, they will know, you will prove that you are my disciples by what? All the things that you do, by the big buildings, by all... No, he said, by the love that you have, the love that you share. That's how we demonstrate that we're true disciples of Christ. And I want to applaud you and commend you for that because you're, you're going out and living that out. And that's what changes the world. Religion doesn't change the world. It binds people up. The relationship with Christ is what sets people free. And the love of God is a catalyst to those things where people can get free and people can understand the truth and the love of God demonstrated through people like you guys and, and through all of us. We have collectively accomplished a lot. Uh, my greatest desire is to continue to grow in this deep, personal, intimate relationship with Jesus. And I want the same for all of us. More than the giftings of ministry, more than the anointing of God, more than all these other things, the most important thing is our individual relationship with Him. And then we come together as the body of Christ where God places all these individual lives with their, their characteristics and their personalities and their quirks and their giftings and their talents and skills and abilities, and he brings us together to do something amazing. So he takes this body of Christ called Life Fellowship, and we become part of the global body 
of the church down the street, the church in Africa, the church in India, wherever those are, and God begins to use all of us and work through those mechanisms called the body of Christ so that we can impact the world, so that we can bring in the kingdom of God, so that we can minister, so that we can serve, so that we can love his people and be an outreach to those whom God places in our path. Over the past few months, I've been talking about a reset in 2019. And so we've been praying about, you know, at the beginning of the year, we fasted and prayed for, num- uh, for a month, and, and we're still fasting and praying on some level uh, about what God has for us. And so we're looking at all the different ministries and all the things that we're doing and, and saying, God, uh, we're lifting these all up to you and saying, God, what do you want us to continue to do? What, what maybe should we stop doing? And what he's indicated is the the foundations classes are one of the primary things that he wants us to focus on this year. And so again, I hope you'll uh, join us on on Wednesday nights. But this reset that God is calling us to is for me. It's for all the team leaders. It's for all the team members. It's for every one of us where God is causing us to look at, at everything with fresh eyes and reset. And uh, it's time for us to go to another level. And we can only do that as we grow and mature and yield and allow God to take us to another level. And I believe that that's what God wants to do, and that's what he's doing. And so we're digging deeper, like with the Foundations classes on Wednesdays. We're training and equipping more leaders We're raising up leaders from within. I want every one of us to fulfill the great destiny that God has for us. I don't want any one of us to get to heaven and say, Oh, man, you mean you had this for me and I missed it? Or I didn't walk in the fullness? What I want the Lord to say to each and every one of us is, Well done, thy good and faithful servant, enter in. Because you've accomplished all the things that I sent you to do. And so as we come and we get filled up and we get encouraged and we get trained and equipped, you know, even like today, this morning, when I talked about uh, that song, Great Defender, and all I did was praise and all I did was worship and all I did was bow down and all I did was stay still. If we just begin to really understand the dynamic of spiritual warfare around us, as we begin to pray for our families, we begin to worship and bring our petitions to God with thanksgiving and understand that He is our great defender. Maybe it would change our life. Probably it would change our lives. Just those basic fundamental things. And so we want to continue to grow in those areas. We want to continue to encourage you that you can encourage others because there are people that need encouragement. Philippians 1.9 says, I pray that your love will overflow. I pray that your love will overflow. Imagine that you have a, a pitcher or a container under the faucet in your sink, and you turn that on full force, and that water fills up that container and it's overflowing, and it continues to be filled, and it's just overflowing, overflowing, overflowing. That's what God wants to see in our lives. 
but it requires us to remain connected to the source where it's flowing into us and it's flowing out of us. I pray that your love will overflow more and more and that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding of the word in, in this relationship that we not just know about Jesus, but we know him personally. We have this relationship. Verse 10, for I want you to understand what really matters so that you may live pure and blameless lives until the day of Christ returns. He, the, we need to understand. We need to understand what really matters. What really matters more than anything is this personal relationship with him. Verse 11, may you always be filled with the fruit of your salvation, the righteous character produced in your life by Jesus Christ, for this will bring much glory and praise to God. The righteous character, may you be filled with the fruit of your salvation, the righteous character produced in your life by all the effort, by jumping through hoops, no, by Jesus by through this relationship, it's only through that relationship that we can live this pure and, and blameless and, and have this righteous character produced in our life. It's only through Christ, and that only happens through this relationship and as we yield to him. John 13, 34, and 35, another passage you're familiar with. So now I'm giving you a new commandment. Jesus said, love each other, period. Pretty simple. <laughs> love each other, period. Just love one another. Can you do that? Well, we need some help, Jesus, because, you know, I'm really struggling to love this person. I really don't like that person. I really don't want to love them. Well, it doesn't matter. Love them anyway. Love one another, period. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Want to prove it? Go out and live it. <laughs> you guys got it. Good answer. Love is a target. Love is a goal. Thank you for tuning into our broadcast. For more information, be sure to find us at our website at www.lifefellowship.me or call us at 832-864-2800. Have a great week, and remember to live it. God bless.